Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Independent Coronavirus Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Kelly. This is the show where we go behind the headlines and look into stories about the COVID-19 pandemic. For many people around the world, lockdown has been a major part of the last few months. In fact, we've just passed a remarkable 100 days of these restrictions in the UK. This has been a difficult patch for most of us, but some people have found a way to thrive with the extra time on their hands. And no, I'm not just talking about baking sourdough and binging your way through Tiger King. Maggie Foster is an actor and impressionist whose videos mocking politicians and other public figures have been going viral on platforms like TikTok, and I'm pleased to say she joins us today. Hello, Maggie. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Now, for the handful of people not familiar with your work, Maggie, can you just give a brief overview of what it is that's made you famous in lockdown? Yeah, so basically, um, I've been using um, an app called TikTok which basically lets you put an audio on there and then you create your own short film um, over that audio, whether that's a dance or a song or, in my case, sketch, a little um, one-minute sketches. Um, And I started sort of, well, at the beginning I was doing sort of celebrities and things like that, but then I started going into more politics. So I've been, um, you know, getting clips from politicians, MPs, whoever and and sort of making my own um absurd story over the top of it um and it seems to have sort of picked up online and gone gone viral which is weird yeah I mean I remember the first video that I saw of yours was um an exchange that you mocked between Emily Thornberry and Caroline Flint um and it's kind of like you know it was a political debate but the way that you kind of performed it made it look more like a soap opera showdown um you know what is it about um politics today that makes you think you know this is ripe for a for a parody well I think you know in terms of sort of um satire and things like that it's always relevant um and there's a long history in Britain of cartoons etc um that have you know uh, that have made politics funny um and I guess what you know why people enjoy mine is that it's sort of bringing it to life it's taking the cartoon um and it's and it's putting it in a short film and I think it's just very like easily shared as well because they're quite short um but yeah I mean there's quite in terms of like the stuff that I'm using it you know if you if you take it out of its context of I don't know Boris um doing a stay alert speech and putting it in 
you know, what I did was put her, him reading a bedtime story to Theresa May. It just, you, you hear the words differently um, and it just makes it a bit funny. I think we've all forgotten how to laugh over the past couple of months. It's all been a bit dreary. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to sort of make people laugh, really. <laughs> And you, you've evolved quite a bit because, you know, you used to do impressions um, or something called Dub, Dub Smash, is that right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Dub Smash was like the mini version of TikTok back in the day. Yeah. And so you've obviously kind of, it's 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 evolved along the way. I mean, do you find um, certain people easier to mimic? Do you find politicians are sort of, uh, has it opened a new door for you? Um, I, in terms of what's easier, I mean, like actually doing it, people that, politicians are quite good because they speak quite slowly um doing them and, and lip syncing what they're they're saying if someone's talking quicker it's it's much more uh difficult um just in terms to get the timing perfect um but yeah I think in terms of you know politicians and stuff like that I think it's just there's quite a lot of funny stuff that they say or they stumble over their words like Pretty Patel did um so and there's loads of content out there loads of content and I think because you know, I'm not I'm not making a point as such. Um, there's no point to be made in any of these videos. And I think I, you know, I do them about the left, right, green, every single sort of party. And I think that's people are just like quite feel quite refreshed that, you know, it's not just because a lot of a lot of comic com, um, comedy is uh, left wing. Um, and I think, you know, it, you know, just to do it about every party. Um, you know, it's is is quite funny. So, yeah, and across the political spectrum, there are quite a lot of people who are very gaff prone. Very, you know, as you say, they they they're. You must know some people that you just know every time they speak. There's going to be something in this. So there's going to be something worthy in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, for example, you know, Pretty Patel, she stumbled over her words quite a few times. Um, but then again, I'm not. Again, I'm not. You know, attacking her. There's no malice or. Um, it's all done in good faith, and 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 the thing is, is that like the politicians that I've done, they can see that too. I think you know, people have retweeted, got in touch, and I, it's really good that I can now, as as me, think actually, no, these people do have a sense of humour. They're not all, um, they're not all bad. Yeah, I mean, you've got to have a thick skin to be in politics. I think that's one of the first rules. Yeah. Um, and and also, I think you know what we've seen in the past few years is politicians getting some absolutely horrendous abuse. And actually, this kind of thing is the kind of lighthearted teasing that they're actually they're used to. That that, as you say, that goes way back, doesn't it? That's all right. Mm, exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, in terms of that, it's it, it, satire is always always relevant. Like I said, um, and yeah, I mean, if you're in that sort of public eye you know you kind of you, even if you're a celebrity or you know royalty and stuff like that you know it, everyone's up for grabs so yeah do you find yourself personally as a performer um and as a young woman on you know all these apps do you find that you yourself ever get um negative criticism sort of attacks that kind of thing because that's rife on a lot of these apps and it's a big problem for young people isn't it yeah, I think, I mean, you're never going to please everyone, right? And, you know, because it is quite, you know, if I'm doing something, um, you know, like Boris Johnson, uh, and then I get maybe like people just going, oh, no, that, that you must be left wing or you must be right wing. And I think you just need to <laughs> look at all of my stuff, take it into content. So you can see that there's no like judgment that I, I'm I'm personally, um, you know, doing. 
I'm actually not political at all, really. Uh, so it's quite funny just for me to sort of see that. But, you know, like any uh, being online is always quite difficult, I think, in any sort of aspect, whether that's just being a model or a influencer on Instagram. I think you're never going to please everyone. But to be honest with you, I haven't really had many um, negative comments at all. Like, everyone's been super supportive. And everyone seems to be enjoying them. So I think I've actually really lucked out. Um, I, ha I really haven't had many bad comments. Some people don't find them very funny, but, you know, that's, you know, they can um, go watch something else. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't, as you say, you can't please them all. Yeah. Um, you know, something that I'm really interested in is I've seen some stats recently about how um, young people, I'm thinking teenagers mostly, I think, under the age of 21, um, are seeing more and more of their news um, through things like Instagram and TikTok. I think the percentage was something like 30 or 40% who get only get their news through places like Instagram, um, which people like myself, who are now clearly on the older side of things, um, I mean, that's, that's, that's odd for me. You know, I still go to websites and I still actually read a physical paper occasionally. Um, so it's interesting that some people are seeing politics potentially um, only through the lens of people like yourself. Yeah, I think I've had I've had a few people have said that to me. And I mean, I, you know, I have, you know, friends that may be like, oh, I'm not polit political, I'm not going to vote and stuff like that. And I think it's very important for young people to get involved with it, you know, um, you know, especially for women, our vote was very hard won. Um, and I think, you know, if you don't vote, uh, you can't really complain. It might, you know, no party, in my opinion, you know, gets the, all the answers right. Um, so you've got to sort of um, weigh up. We, you know, I am, in terms of my politics, I believe in people. I trust the public to use their brains and rationality to sort of change the world. Um, and I think there's a tendency uh, that we think among my generation to think of um, each other as this like seething throng um, who can't be reasoned with. Um, but I actually don't think that's true. Um, I think we're like, we're all adults. We've all got the capacity to listen um, to various ideas um, and we just need to think about them um, and choose how to act in a logical and rational way. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would, you know, it, to, to for more, I think our, my generation and younger need to get more involved with politics. I think we, some people leave it up to the older generation, but then nothing will really change. So, yeah. And what would your advice be to um, sort of media brands and, and companies like ourselves who, um, you know, want to reach those younger audiences, want to reach those different audiences, uh, but making making content and stories and politics accessible to those people? Yeah, I think it would be. I mean, so that's why social media is great. I mean, there's good and bad, obviously, um, with social media and stuff like that. But, but if that's where the um, if that is where the audience is, then, of course, I think that you know, well, you can see politicians on Twitter and stuff like that. I think, you know, obviously back in the day we didn't have Twitter, but that's, you know, people get their um, views from there, um, Facebook, Instagram, I think, and TikTok, obviously now, like Sarah Cooper, she does her Trump um, lip syncs. Mm. Um, but then again, I'm not like, it's not, I'm not promoting any party doing these. So I think, in that sense, you know, you can't really take my videos as, oh, that's definitely what the Conservative Party are. They're drinking and smoking. Like, of course not. Um, 
you've got to take take it for what it is, which is just a silly video. So there's no like propaganda there or anything. Um, yeah. So I don't know in that sense on my my half, I'm not sure how influential influential um, I would be to um, a party because I'm that that's not really the point of my videos. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And, you know, when you go to actually film one of your videos, often these videos, are they're very quick fire, they're short and brief, and that's the way that these apps are designed. People are, they're flicking through, they don't, you know, short attention spans, they want something bitty and bite-sized, um, but presumably they take quite a bit of effort going into them. Yeah, so it's actually really funny. I mean, they're one minute long, max, um, and but they can range from two to five hours. Um, that just depends on certain things, really. It depends how many characters are in there, how fast the, the person's talking. Um, and what people don't know, actually, is with TikTok, it's actually really annoying because it goes out of sync very quickly when you upload it. And I can't just film Boris and Teresa, so all Boris, then all Teresa. I've got to, every time you see the character change, so Boris, Teresa, Boris, Teresa, I'm actually changing costumes and doing maybe like 0.5 seconds of filming and then changing costumes and doing the next one second, um, just because otherwise it goes out of time. And it's really frustrating. Um, but yeah, it does. It, it can take up to five and a half hours, which is quite a long time for a minute. But there you go. <laughs> that is a lot. That is very much putting in the effort for your art, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And I think I, I don't like doing things half heartedly. Um, I take quite a Brechtian um, approach. Bre- Brecht was a, um, a theatre practitioner and he liked minimalistic things so I don't try I don't go all elaborate with props and things like that but most of my props are there for a reason um for example the pretty Patel one you know there was changing bottles um she actually used to work for Diageo the uh drinks company um so I added all the brands of Diageo that I could um which is why the bottles change um and I, I, they're not just random bottles there for no reason. They've all got sort of like a, a hidden meaning behind it. Um, so yeah, I try to 
do the best I can within a minute um, to sort of, you know, make it a bit more creative, really. That's very clever. Very clever. <laughs> um, and, you know, five hours is a long time, but we've all had quite a lot of time to kill as we've been in lockdown. Um, where have you been and how have you been putting in the time? Yeah, so the reason I'm doing these is because I, I'm, well, I'm a full, fully trained actress, um, but I to, to pay my rent in London, obviously I needed a full-time job. So I actually got furloughed from that, hence why um, I have the time to do five-hour, one-minute videos. Um, but yeah, I was in, I'm based in London, but obviously I just needed some greenery, a bit more space. So I came back to Oxfordshire, uh, to my parents' house. Um, so yeah, I've just been stuck with my parents and my brother. I feel like I'm back at school um but yeah it's been it's been challenging obviously we can't really see anyone and for performers especially you know theatres aren't going back till next year now um and I you know I've always wanted to act this has always been the dream and I think it's actually um made me realize that performers have to be more entrepreneurial you've got to take things into your own hands and I'm don't get me wrong I've been that person to sit and wait for the phone to ring but especially now where you can't get any jobs whether you're a singer dancer uh, actor anything I think it's just a reminder to everyone that you know you can you can create your own stuff um luckily mine got picked up I'm not saying that you know this just happened randomly it wasn't planned at all but it's a very big eye-opener and I think that people need to sort of work for themselves rather than waiting for the phone to ring yeah absolutely I mean that's happening in so many industries but as you say the the art is always one of the first ones to suffer when there's cuts or when things get shut down and and yet people always find the way through that and and talent always sort of shines through in the end yeah exactly as you say, you're not the only person who's been doing this. You mentioned um, Sarah Cooper in the US, who a lot of people will have seen on Twitter. And she does much the same thing. She sort of, you know, mimes over um, some of Trump's more <laughs> bizarre ramblings. I remember the one she did of, um, you know, injecting the disinfectants. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and she's fantastic. So it's, you know, there's obviously a theme here. There's a genre here being born. Um, do you think that people have found it okay to laugh during this period have found it you know have found that they can actually break out and find some things to to smile about yeah I think it's really sad like I know it's not great it's really miserable time but you know we all need to laugh you know laughter is the best medicine I always say um we've you know we've got to you know if we we've got to find a light you know in this darkness and if it's a if it's a way of you know making light-hearted comedy from um situations that we're in then I'm all for it and I think I think it I think these videos like Sarah's stuff it's 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 allowing people to go actually no we can laugh we don't have to be always so so gloomy and obviously there's issues out there in the world um but you you still have to laugh you still got to live um so yeah I think it's just a, it's quite you know what what's the word cathartic I think in a way, um, if that's the right word to use. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that we all do need to laugh. We all need to, you know, get through this together. And I think what a hu- um, a comedy is a great way of, of doing that. Yeah. And I mean, TikTok is a, is a huge platform to, to be making your name on. I mean, it's, you know, it's worldwide. And as you say, it's, it's opening up to new generations of, of young people. Um, but where do you hope this will take you next? What, what would you like to move this on to? Or are you just kind of taking it day by day? Yeah. So, I mean, my 
I am, I've, you know, I'm, an, I'm, I've come out of drama school a few years ago, and I, you know, it's an incredibly different, difficult industry. It's just everyone knows it's just so hard to get noticed. Um, I've always be always done sort of impressions, sketches, um, you know, for my family and my friends and things like that. I mean, if I was dreaming big, I would love to have my own sort of sketch show sort of thing. Maybe, maybe involving lip syncing, maybe not. Um, uh, but again, I'm not, you know, I as an actor love normal theatre as well. And I think, you know, I can't really be, choo- I haven't really got the platform yet to be choosy of what I can say yes or no to. So I I would love to collaborate with a comedy writer and sort of create my own thing. But I'm not also adverse to sort of uh, going down a, a straight acting route. But my if I had the choice, I would definitely want sort of like the Meggie show and have different characters come in, maybe political, maybe not. Who knows? I think the, it's, the options are endless. So Absolutely. yeah, I hope I hope something comes of it. So yeah, I'd love to um collab with a comedic writer yeah who are your own influences your own sort of comedic heroes yeah I think in terms of sort of sketch shows and that Catherine Tate I absolutely Mm. love her I've watched her and I remember her in an interview once and she said why she likes doing it and creating different characters is that you you become someone else you don't have to be you know Catherine or Meggie like you you have that's my escape and I think that's really nice so to my friends and my family I'm the this but as my job and as uh you know on screen and any actor is just to become a different character and and sort of escape yourself for one moment um so she's just been great and she's so funny um and she she takes the she takes piss out of herself um and I think that's something that I would also like to explore as well I think it's quite funny so yeah yeah, and you mentioned sort of becoming someone else. I remember reading once, um, I think it was an interview with Gary Oldman when he played Churchill in Darkest Hour, and he said that once he put on all that costume, that incredible sort of facial stuff and costume, whatever, he really felt so much like he was Churchill that he then could really just let rip and be the part. Um, and obviously that's the same for quite a lot of costumes and dressing up. But is it like that when you get to take on someone's voice as you do? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's different, isn't it? Because I'm not trying to dress as uh, Emily Flint. I'm um, sorry, Emily Flint, Caroline Flint or Emily Thornberry. I'm I'm making them, you know, uh, two schoolgirls and, you know, potentially in, in the playground. Um, so in that sense, you know, that outfit just doesn't really go with her accent. Um because obviously she's a you know an old a older woman and um, you know she's not a child in a playground, um, so it's quite difficult in that. But I think the juxtaposition of that makes it funnier. Um, so, but it makes my um, the costumes help the way I'm you know my idiosyncrasies for that that person. So um, you know she might be a bit you know uh, pouty um, if she's in her pink uh, plastic pvc jacket it would help me do the facial expressions so i don't really need to think about sort of the words that they're saying it's more it, the costumes and stuff like that bring out all of, all of the visual rather than the sound and actually that juxtaposition has always kind of been there in this kind of comedy because i'm thinking of um you know in bo selector they always had really bizarre accents that weren't the accents of the the actual celebrities and even back um you know spitting image I think the yeah. Queen Mom used to have a Liverpool accent. So. Yeah, exactly. So it's quite it's quite different, isn't it? Because it's not it's 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 the opposite of that. I'm I'm using their actual 
actual words. So yeah, I think I think that's why it's become a bit more popular. It's just because I'm I'm not putting anyone's you know put a different accent or anything like that. It's it's just the just them. It's their words. I didn't put any words in anyone's mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Maggie, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. No problem. Um, guys, you can follow Maggie across YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, TikTok. She's Maggie Foster on all those accounts. Uh, if you're a new listener to the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can keep up to date with everything to do with the COVID-19 pandemic on The Independent. There are links in the description of this show so you can follow us. Uh, I've been Ben Kelly. Thank you for listening. And until next time, goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.